Welcome to the Becoming a Creator podcast, everybody. Today, I'm joined by Max Rhymes, a creator who's merging gaming with hip-hop, and his streams are incredible. If you've seen some of the quality, anything, if you haven't, highly recommend checking it out. I've actually had the pleasure of even working with Max a couple times in the past, so uh, I'm very excited to have you on today, man. Hey, man. Glad to be here. You know, it's it's always cool to rock with Stone. You know, Pipeline's incredible, so we out here, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. So I kind of want to just start by like, where are you at now with your content? What are you focused on creating? Uh, where are you where are you posting to give people an idea? You know, actually, I'm posting on all platforms right now. Like, you know, I'm still really focused on Facebook gaming. I'm partnered with Caffeine TV as well. And, uh, you know, I'm really focusing on my short form. Like live is just like, you know, something that I use to connect with my audience directly. But like short form has really been like expanding and growing my business. And actually, I have a specific like schedule. So like Mondays, I do motivational stuff. Tuesdays and Thursdays, I do gaming stuff. And then um, on Wednesdays, I do DJ stuff. And then Friday, I kind of like try to do some like, you know, trendy things that I that take me out of my comfort zone. So it's it's a really fun schedule because I, it forces me to try different things and do different things throughout the week, which really helps me not get burned out because I'm constantly switching what type of content that I'm making throughout the week. And I'm really I've really been focused on building my brand around people just vibing with Max Rhymes for me, regardless of whatever type of content that I put out, whether it's gaming, music, motivational, et cetera. And so. how do you balance that across the platforms that you're posting on in terms of, you know, you, you mentioned you're posting across a lot of different ones to even have the schedule that's going on it. Do you see like motivation content works better on Twitter or like a specific place that you've worked on over time? Or is it something you're still trialing that to figure out where things fit best? Or have you seen any pattern with that? Yeah. You know what? My motivational stuff has actually been doing really good on Facebook versus all the other platforms. Um, and then on, and then on like TikTok, my, you know, my gaming stuff has been doing really well. So it does matter per platform, the type of content, you know, but I've been kind of really messing around with different formats and different caption captions and different styles to like stand out and be different from the crowd. And I think I've done a really good job with that, especially with my DJ videos. Cause I found some mm -hmm. really cool animations to kind of add some stuff that, you know, keeps resetting the viewer's brain throughout that video. So it's not just me like, you know, pushing play on my DJ stuff. It's like really engaging with who's actually watching it. So I'm really proud of that stuff for sure. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell me more about your, your DJ streams, because I think, you know, a lot of people, especially probably that listen to this as well, are have seen a lot more of the gaming side of right. things, which obviously you have a lot of experience on, but how have you kind of mixed the DJ side of that? And then how have the DJ streams, like, is it something you try and interact while you're doing it? Is it purely playing music? Is it like you developing Right. The, the content or is it more of like a show that you're putting on for it and kind of walk us through that well it, it depends so like when i first started djing on stream it was a mixture of like me gaming and then mixing during my stream so like let's say i'm playing warzone and then i die or something in between you know that game and my next game like i'll stand up and i'll mix a few tracks that's how it started mm. but um that transformed into me focusing more like on short form content you know dropping the short form videos and then um, I'm now a partner with Caffeine TV, so I pretty much only live DJ over there. And what I use that stream for is to hone my skills as a DJ. So during that stream, I'm mixing and do, you know doing my thing, but then I'm watching these. Uh, one of my favorite DJs is DJ Carlo, and he has tons of tutorials on you know tips and tricks and hacks on how to you know become a better DJ. So like I'm watching those things during my stream, and then applying those things during my stream 
which is actually in turn like really allowing me to grow my skill level as a DJ a lot faster than normal. So I'm using it to practice and put on a show. So when I make the short form videos or like I do the uh, the live streams on Facebook or other platforms, you know, when I'm DJing and stuff like that, the skills really come through. That, that's how I've been that's using it. my time. Thanks, man. I, I love appreciate that. It. And, and so then when you take that, have you, um, I'm curious, have you put together anything yet or maybe you'll do it in the future of like your journey as a DJ of like the skill level of where you were at or like the transformation of that or even like a setup videos or have you done any of those? Yeah, I have, I have a couple setup videos, but that's funny you mentioned the journey because I was just talking to my wife about that the other day. It's like, you know, where I started at, you know, two years ago. Well, I say restarted because I was a DJ when I was in middle school, you know, in high school and stuff like that. So I have, you know, that base skill set from there. But like two years ago was when I really like restarted and like jumped back in. And I have been saving a lot of videos, you know, throughout my process. Uh, not not even like curated content, more like just like my OBS records, you know what I'm saying? And I've been saving those and tracking that journey. And I'm actually working on a video that's going to show that and showcase that. So that's cool that you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that'll be super exciting to see, especially with how you're kind of applying the, you know, going through it with your streams. And then what kind of short form content has worked the best for you from what you've pulled from those or uh, I guess even some of your other uh, other content? Right. So last year, um, I created this uh, video of a squirrel with a gun. It's actually a new game that they're working on that they haven't released yet. And uh, that video was like really the first video that went viral for me. And then I created like a whole series of like voice over squirrel with a gun videos. So that's where like I saw a lot of growth on TikTok. I think I gained like 100K followers just from like one or two of those videos. Yeah, like, yeah it was crazy, bro. <laughs> and then after that, like I was, you know, doing my best to like because that game's not out yet. So it's hard to curate more content for something that's not out. Mm-hmm. So I use that to transition into my schedule, which I mentioned, but my mm-hmm. DJ videos have been doing pretty good on Instagram. And um, it's fun because I get a chance to interact with other DJs who've been commenting on them. And I've been watching their DJ content and in turn learning some things from them too. So like, I'm kind of placing myself in a whole nother like bracket of yeah. you know creativity and like, I'm having so much fun. And also that's, really helping me like my mental health and then burnout too because you know burnout is real right so yeah. like me, me continuing to shift and learn new things constantly it really helps me you know stay consistent and just stay focused that's super cool yeah and i've seen that too where it's like people especially if they're other creators even or as streamers or whatever don't always have time to see your stream or what you might be working on but they see something pop off on instagram or even they just see your profile and see the consistency of what you're posting. I was like, oh, right. shoot, okay. And then you can kind of get it. I'm sure you do the same thing. If you see another page, you can kind of get an idea from there. But that's cool. You've been able to find some other people to work with off of it. Um, yeah. And I guess let's take a step back then, because I, I know you've had quite a long journey in this, but how did you get into streaming and content creation? You're a guy who's created so many opportunities for yourself in the space. I'm curious, like, what do you think's been even a standout thing that's helped along that way? Man, that's a great question. Honestly, I just think that like my ability to prove to others that like you can literally, you know, achieve any goal that you want through doing what you love. Like, I just want to be proof of that. Like, I want to lead by example. I want to show that regardless of where you're at in life, you can literally just figure out what you want to do, lean in and like overcome all those obstacles. So for me, like the turning point was like when I was getting feedback from like my viewers, like, hey, Max, your content is so positive. It's so much fun. It's so entertaining. 
that's what like really let me know that I have something and to keep mm -hmm. going. I'm five years in, I have a 10 year plan. And like, I'm, I feel like I'm crushing all those goals. You know, I still have a lot of work to do. I have a lot of things that I need to accomplish still, but like, I feel like I'm definitely going on the right track and I'm, and I'm really, really, really excited about it. That's awesome, man. And so then what got you started oh, into yeah. it five years ago? So, you know what, honestly, I tell this story a lot. It was, I, I really give all the credit to my wife for, for how having me start because one day she was like, Hey honey, we want to play Fortnite with you. Like my cat, four boys and they want to play. I'm like, man, I don't want to play Fortnite. I'm not, I'm not downloading that on my PlayStation. So then I come home from work the next day. And then she was like, Hey, I already downloaded Fortnite with you. You got, or for, or for you, you got to play with us. I was like, all right, cool. So we started playing. I fell in love with Fortnite. I started watching YouTube videos. I found like the TSM boys, like Daquan, Myth, Hamlins, fell in love with the whole process. And then I was just kind of scrolling down Facebook one day. I saw, I think it was Darkness was the first streamer I saw on Facebook gaming. And I was like, man, you can stream on Facebook. I'm already connected with all my mom, you know, my mom, my friends, my family. Let's do it. So that's actually what motivated me to go live on Facebook was the fact that I didn't know you could do that. And, you know, I could connect with all my family and my friends on that platform at that time. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, so what was what was kind of the start for you then as you started to stream to upload? Like, was it something that was way out of your comfort zone for it? You mentioned you had DJed in the past. So maybe you had a little experience already entertaining. Well, I've been in retail for like 10 years. So like, I'm, you know, very good with, you know, dealing with people and, you know, learning more about people and engaging with people. So I feel like I always had like that thing that it took to connect and build an audience because I felt like I was doing that amongst my customer base that I already mm -hmm. had, you know, in my, in my job, my retail job, but I, it was still uncomfortable for me because it was something that I never did before. So the, for the first six months, I was just goofing around, man. I was just going live and then just doing my thing. And then I fell in love with it six months in. And then what was, what, what kind of changed after the six months for you? So what happened was, is one of my viewers was like, Hey Max, I got my daughter right here. Would you mind, you know, doing like a freestyle rap for, you know, for her because she really loves your content. Um, you know, and then I was like, Hey, well, let me, you know, give me some things that your daughter likes that I can use to, you know, to rap about, to make sure that it's, you know, something fun for her. So she gave me the topic of dinosaurs. Right. So I said like this rhyme, which is how my name came about actually Max rhymes rhyming on stream, but I said this rhyme about dinosaurs, man. She loved it so much. The next day, she asked her dad, like, hey, dad, can I record like a little thank you video and send it to Max? So her dad recorded the thank you video and she sent it to me. Man, that warmed my heart that she was so happy that I was able yeah. to, you know, make a rap for her that sounded so fun. And like that just warmed my heart. Like that let me knew right then that I had what it takes to be successful in this industry. That that one moment, six months in. Dude. So that's awesome. So then yeah. what, did, what did kind of the next uh, couple years for you look like? Like you, you kept streaming Fortnite, I would assume. Like yeah. what other notable things started to happen along that path? This is cool. So we're going through the journey for sure. Okay. So yeah. uh, about two years later in that time frame, I made, you know, some sacrifices to get myself out to an event, which was my first event, which was PAX East right before COVID started. And uh, I was out there in Boston. I got a chance to meet the Facebook gaming team at that time. I only had about 7,000 followers at that time. And, uh, you know, I just made a connection with the team and everybody around me and all of my peers. And I had such a good impression that I feel like the Facebook gaming team, like, you know, like they, you know, they saw me and I had a lot of my peers and stuff like that. They already knew I had great content. So what mm -hmm. happened was is, you know, after that event, I was just so fired up. I was so motivated. 
And then I just kept grinding. And then I want to say about a year later from that event, I came home and I saw the apply for partner uh, thing on my dashboard on Facebook. So I applied for that and got partnered. I was actually part of the last wave of partners before they came out with the criteria on how mm. to get partnered. And then, wow. and then, right, this is crazy. This, the come up was crazy from right here. So I got partnered. And then 30 days later, I got picked up for the BGCP program with Facebook gaming, which was crazy. So then I, you know, achieved another level of partnership with Facebook gaming. And then right after that, I won the pipeline Corsair uh, partnership with you guys, which was super crazy. And then um, later on in that year, uh, Facebook Gaming reached out to me to be a part of the hashtag Play Loud event, which you were a part of that in L.A., which was awesome. Yeah. And then my career just kept going up from there, man. I started meeting and networking with all these different people. I just continue to create, you know, amazing content. So when I meet people and they follow me, they look at my stuff. They're like, oh, Max is like the real deal. Like, let's go. So I had the <laughs> consistency piece to go along with yeah. the networking and it's just been up from there, man. It's just been up from there. Dude, that's awesome. And yeah, I I feel like a lot of people don't, you know, you don't see that beginning part where you spend the years working towards it and then even get to an event or whatever it is. I guess, right. talk me through some of that um, for you. What was like the, the continued motivation, the drive? Did you feel like, because you had mentioned even burnout before, did you feel like you were experiencing any of that along your journey where you're so excited about the progress you were making that you didn't? Like, what was that for you? Well, I think that all those. Right. The journey for me is a little bit different because I, I started with the mindset of how long it was going to take to start mm -hmm. building success. And what I mean by that is, for example, I personally did not know who Ninja was until he had already been creating content for nine full years. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, so if Ninja, the mo one of the most popular creators in the whole world, if I didn't know who he was until he had already been in the game for nine years, like, who am I to make me any different, right? So I'm like, all right, let's make a 10-year plan. You know, once I was serious, let's make a 10-year plan. Let's put the time in. Let's put the work in and keep growing. And honestly, I've never been burned out. And the reason why I've never been burned out is because like, this is my legacy. Like, there's no plan B for me. Like, there's no, if this doesn't work, like, no, like I'm putting in the time, I'm taking mm -hmm. the necessary steps and this, this is it for me. And, um, the motivation has just been, I already knew it was going to take a long time going. I mean, even you, like you lead by example all the time. You've been in this industry for a lot, I think over 10 years, right? Like 12, yeah, 13 years. years yeah, yeah. Right. And you've been, you, you've been doing it. So like, I saw that and I'm like, man, it takes time. Just got to put yeah. the work in. And uh, I think I've shaved off a lot of time on success, though, because of just my like hungriness of being consistent. And then when I meet these people and then they see my consistency, like that's what levels, you know, levels up my career. I might not have a million viewers, but like my community is solid and my right. brand is solid and I understand who I am. So, yeah, it makes it easy. That's super valuable. Right. And I, I think, too, there's a lot of times where the numbers don't always align with whatever it is on all of our journeys at a variety of different points where it's like okay but what is the content you're producing what are you creating and what are you still going after for it so it is cool to hear that you have like this longer plan and this idea for it uh as well as i think that helps with the motivation of it so then tell me about getting these uh the partnership with facebook as well as even the pipeline uh, corsair partnership like was this you stepping out of your comfort zone for this? Did it feel like, you know, oh, this is just 100% right? Was it something you were nervous for? Was it so like, you know, talk me through that experience and doing this like bigger thing that, or, or getting involved with something that was bigger. 
Right. So like the partnerships, you know, that I've acquired over the last few years, like a couple of years, I mean, they have been incredible. But like most creators, they look at partnerships like, oh, mom, I made it. And it's like I look at it differently. It's more like, man, I'm just starting, you know, so like my partnership with Facebook, like when I first got partnered before the even the BGCP stuff, like it felt like I was like, all right, now I'm on a new journey. I'm starting fresh. Like every mm-hmm. time I sign something or do something different, I feel like I'm starting fresh. And my attitude is just so like, you know, centered around like how I'm going to, you know, continue to grow and move forward. So like I'm never stuck and I'm always learning. So my partnership with Facebook, it just, man, like I was just so excited about that because I wanted that for so long. And then, you know, to get recognized by Pipeline and then you and the team like that just blew my mind. And like it just it made me truly understand that I have something unique and that I am going to win. And then that led into so many more opportunities like the Play Loud stuff. Honestly, I want to take a step back for a second. The hashtag Play Loud stuff is what really reminded me that music and gaming work so well together so literally as soon as we as soon as i got back from edc which was the first play loud i think or actually no the second one because you did the first one with Khaled, right yeah 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 yeah, yeah, with Khaled, right and so the second one i came back from vegas from edc and i was like man music gaming i invested in all my dj equipment i brought that same vibe to my stream and that's what took my career to the next level because i stamp i basically stamped my brand like here's what i do it's unique it's fun like let's do it let's get it <laughs> yeah 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 and tell tell me a bit more about like the play loud event for anybody who doesn't know it like what was that what was the event itself and then you know who did you even work with on it and got it so the my first play loud experience was in at edc in las vegas facebook gaming edc um it was me and like a few other creators like omar loft avery and mrs may and we were paired up with uh djs that were djing at the festival um, I was paired up with like DJ Loco Dice and Walker and Royce and like a few other DJs. And basically what was going on was, is we were broadcasting uh, me and other gamers gaming while those DJs were DJing at the same time, basically showing that the vibe of gaming and music, you know, how well they go together and the type of entertainment experience that it creates. That was the whole point of Play Loud to show that gaming and music work so well together. And then, you know, also Facebook and how they handle their music on their platform. So it, it was really exciting. It was something that was very different and unique. And that stood out to me. And that's why I brought that experience back to my, you know, my home and to my live streams. Yeah. And then that's what kind of carried it forward for you then in terms of like, all right, I'm going to further commit into music. This is part of my journey, part of who I am. I want this to be even a bigger part, right? Right. And then that turned into, okay, so Max, we see you here. We like you're like everyone's watching my journey. They're like, okay, play loud. Max is DJing, and then what was so crazy after that is four months later, uh, Meta Facebook reached out to me to DJ one of the creator lounges at GCX in Orlando. So that was like the next level of success because it was like, <laughs> all right, Max, we want you to do what you do, but do it, you know, with us. I'm like, all right, cool. So I went out to Orlando. I put on a show for the whole Facebook gaming team, all my peers. You know, it was it was actually after a panel with Darkness. And that was crazy to be in a panel with Darkness because he was the first streamer that I ever saw on the platform. So like that whole like just climb up was just insane, man. And the panel you're talking about, like is answering questions and like talking to an audience then? Yeah, yeah, we're just talking about success and different things that we could do to grow on the platform and stuff like that. So to do that side by side with him, like, man, that, yeah. was, that was crazy. 
So then talk to me a bit about how you have been working on some of other platforms, because obviously Facebook's been a big part of your journey. You've had a lot of opportunities with them, which is awesome. Right. You know, just even finding those partnerships and elevating yourself, putting yourself into new spaces and now to expand to other platforms. What do you, what have you found so far with that? And um, I guess have any of them stood out for you in a similar way to what has stood out for you on Facebook? Right. Um, you know what, to be honest, like I just kind of got to a point in my career where I feel like I should be everywhere. Like my brand should be the same. It should be congruent across all platforms. I feel like in 22, 23, like if you're not diversifying what platform you're on, you're just kind of like losing out because you should be, especially, you know, focusing on short form. Mm -hmm. But I mean, in all honesty, like, you know, we got Facebook. I'm on all the other platforms as well. Twitch, YouTube, you know, TikTok. Uh, TikTok really stood out to me because I was able to reach a completely different audience that I never reached mm -hmm. before. And I'm still kind of working on that audience because that audience loves squirrel content, but I don't post squirrel content like that. <laughs> so I'm trying yeah, yeah, yeah. to I'm trying to, you know, gravitate them away from only squirrel stuff and like get them to like me for me, which is it's working. It's just a grind. It takes time. Mm -hmm. But honestly, man, caffeine, like caffeine, I've been on that platform for about three months now. That platform is different because I've gotten a chance to work with like MLB and do something with them on, on their page on caffeine. And then on top of that, it's allowing me to lean into the industry on, in a different way. So it's crazy how it works for me in my career now. So before I had all my eggs in one basket in regards mm -hmm. to like how I earn and how I, you know, provide with gaming content. But now it's like when gaming stuff is down, like my DJ stuff is up. So like my DJ stuff is carrying my gaming stuff. And it's allowing me to just kind of step towards the right direction in, in both ways. I don't even know. I was talking to my peers at VidCon last week, and I was just like, question, honestly, like, you guys know me. What do you think is going to hit first like crazy for me, gaming stuff or music stuff? And some of them said gaming and some of them said music. So I'm not, I'm not sure where I'm at with it, but all I do know is I'm a gamer first and I love gaming. And I'll always have that curated into my brand, you know, in, in some way for sure. But yeah. caffeine has been a unique experience because it's allowed me to like lean into a side of me that I didn't know was there. Yeah. So. Well, that's it's so awesome. cool to me is like everybody has such a unique journey with all of it. And I think you're still very much having the mindset ahead of where you're even looking. Seems like that's giving you at least guidance in terms of, all right, I know I'm still making progress. Even if this isn't making progress right now, I know I can still be making progress here or whatever. And you're still building yourself up. You're, expanding across platforms that's why you know I, I think that's super cool in terms of even just working on that right and, and right. even to uh caffeine which is a completely different one and i guess to the same extent even working with other organizations mm -hmm. well, what's it been like and tell us a bit about uh what you recently did with exet oh man uh exet that was the next level experience um i got selected for the hashtag black excellence initiative so basically what that was is Xset, you know, sharing tons of knowledge with us on, on how to curate and build our brands from merch to the process of how each garment is made. I mean, it's insane. And all the way down to like our, you know, our elevator pitches, right? Like our 60 second pitches, like how you can come across and get your message across to whomever you're talking to, you know, in a short amount of time without being boring or because, you know, people stop listening after like 10 seconds. Sure. So it's like, you know, how to how to pitch yourself to these brands and stuff like that and, and it come across in a way that explains who you are. Like I learned honestly, like to, to be honest, I didn't think that I was going to learn a lot going into that workshop because I felt like I've been in the industry for a long time. I'm pretty seasoned. I understand this stuff. 
But turns out it was a complete opposite, man. I learned so much about myself, you know, my 60 second pitch and how to, you know, you know, critique that and get better at that as well as like merch and, you know, growing my brand in that way. Cause I used to actually think that my merch and me were separate because like, I'm not passionate. Well, I didn't think I was passionate about like making merch and, and selling merch. I just want to do my thing. Right. But in that workshop, you know, talking about how our brand needs to be congruent and how it works with us and explains who we are like that is a part of what I do. And mm. I learned so much in that workshop on how to like, you know, take that to the next level. And I'm so excited to like curate that and and get that, you know, going where it should be. And I'm really focused on like my headline, like who I am as a creator and what that is. And I'm still honing that, but I'm getting down yeah. to a point to where, you know, gaming and hip hop and just that positive vibe is like just who I am. Yeah. Oh, and real quick to take a step back in regards to platforms, one we didn't talk about was LinkedIn. LinkedIn mm. has been an incredible tool for me to connect with other brands and, and companies and get my names out there, especially when it even comes to going to these events and networking. Because when you're on LinkedIn, you know, these people are like, yo, we're going to be here. We're going to be at PAX. We're going to be at TwitchCon, et cetera, DreamHack. You know, I'm, and I'm going to be like, I'm going to be there too. And I get a chance to meet them and, you know, let them know, you know, put them into my journey. And it's just, it's been crazy, man. LinkedIn is awesome. I love LinkedIn. Yeah. I, I mean, tell me a bit more about that. Have you connected with other people like directly on that? Was that you reaching out to people and trying to make connections at companies first? Or did you see them doing a post? Because it is more of a kind of a social media platform. Right. Where they can do a post and you can respond and engage with it. So um, what was the connection process for you? So basically over the last two years, I'll say two and a half years prior to really like leaning into LinkedIn, because I kind of, you know, always had a LinkedIn, but never sure. like leaned into it. So when I went on LinkedIn, I want to say about seven months ago to like really, you know, fix my profile and make it look like how it should. I just started connecting with everyone that I had already connected with at these past events. This is actually something that I want to talk about. I'm actually making a video on this right now about creators going to events and how, you know, um, how important that is or how big of an impact that has had on my own career. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I, I really just started focusing on connecting with people that I was already connected with, like on Twitter, you know, via text message, email, whatever. And that's how I started building my network. But now that I'm connected with so many people in the industry, it's making it easier for me to continue to connect because I've connected with some people that I thought I would never connect with. And um, I'm really excited about the future, you know, in that, and that has helped, uh, me get more brand deals and stuff like that as well. So, mm -hmm. uh, but LinkedIn has just been a really good tool, just connecting with people that I'm already connected with and then just slowly, you know, building my network. And I, and I really actually focus on that on, on LinkedIn because you don't want to just connect with anybody. Like you want to connect with people that you know, and that people that are in your circles, because it, it just got to kind of, you know, make sure that you're connecting with the right people because people just connect with you just to connect with you. And uh, it's not always good in that sense, but. And is it, is it more kind of message focused in some of those interactions or is it public posting and like um, content that you actually post there as well? Yeah. So I post, I don't post all of my content there. I post like a lot of my motivational stuff. Anytime I'm doing an event, I post it there. Um, Cause you know, some of my content's not for LinkedIn. Like I feel like some of it, yeah. not all of it is for LinkedIn, but I do I've actually been wanting to focus on curating content specifically for LinkedIn and talking to my LinkedIn audience. This is a plan that I'm working on right now, actually. But um, but yeah, so I post like all my events, you know, any type of content that I feel should go up does go up there. But mostly what I do is, is I like to participate in other conversations. So like whenever somebody like 
let's just say, for instance, somebody who works at Razor, they're like, yo, we just came out with this new thing or we opened up a new store. You know, I'm always like, that's amazing. And then I get a chance to learn more about them and like what they yeah. do for the industry and just like really just being genuine, right? And just leaning into what other people do. And in turn, people have been viewing my profile. I mean, I get all these alerts all the time of people from just tons of different brands viewing my profile. And my insights are actually doing pretty good. And I'm only connected with about 150 people on LinkedIn, not even that many. But the people that I'm connected with, you would think that number would be way bigger than 150. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so and, and this is what I even mean, even like with all the stuff that you've done and had the opportunities to do is like you you've found so many unique ways on your journey to stand out and to find your way, not necessarily even following anything else of what's going on. Um, you know, it, you know, to a degree, like you see darkness and some of these guys on Facebook streaming and you find your opportunity there, but that, even that's not necessarily super mainstream compared to everybody going to Twitch for that. Right. right. And, and, right. um, you, you never said like, yeah, I made a switch over to Twitch or, or tried to follow what that was happening. So, um, I guess then going forwards for you, what is kind of the future for you look like you mentioned a lot of different directions you want to go mm -hmm. in terms of larger plans, like, um, what do you feel like is the main thing? So I feel like the main thing for me is just being consistent. I feel like, like not to be like, I'm just really, I have a lot of self-confidence and I feel like at this point in my career, it's only a matter of time, you mm -hmm. know, and I, and I try not to wait on opportunities to, you know, be presented to me. I try to go out and get them myself. So really over the next six months, I just want to continue to transform my career by, you know, being consistent with diversifying my style of content, as well as the platforms that I'm on um and you know continue to connect with these brands and let them know that i you know i'm unique and i have something that i can bring to the table that others can't and um that's pretty much where i'm at i mean where i'm at also is like the dream is the process like i'm a stay home dad full-time you know full-time content creator like that's the dream everything else is secondary to that so you know in that, with that being said, you know, it's like once you get somewhere, like once you get to a level of success, you want to keep that. So I'm really focusing yeah. on keeping that and continuing to build my network and my brand. And, um, you know, I got some things in the works that I'm really, really excited about. But, you know, the biggest thing is just being consistent, man. Like that's even when you lose motivation, you know, consistency brings that back. So it's that's what makes it real easy for me to just keep going. But um, there's no doubt in my mind that I'm going to continue to have a positive influence on the world. Awesome, man. And and maybe this is a good place to even wrap it, but I just want to ask you one more time, like, you know, for creators that are starting out or trying to learn this, obviously you've been through a whole lot of different um, educational processes, a lot of stuff even with Pipeline. And it's like, what would be your kind of key lesson or takeaway for anybody who is considering getting into it or maybe started out or even been at it for a year or so? Honestly, like if you've, if, you know, if creating content is passionate, if you're, excuse me, if creating, if you're passionate about creating content and it's something that you really want to do, I just feel like you really need to like lean in and figure out what your gift is. And what I mean by that is I feel like whatever you're the best at with the least amount of effort, you need to implement and apply that into and curate that into your content in some way. So for instance, not all content creators are good at gaming. So you, but you're, you're entertaining at it, which is why you do it. So you entertain but like, what's that other thing that you do? You know what I'm saying? It's super simple. Can you play the piano? Can you sing? Can you rap? Like if you apply those things into your brand, I promise you it'll take you to the next level. That's something that I wish I knew when I first started. Mm.
Awesome, man. Max, thank you so much for joining on the podcast today, man. It, it, it's super cool. Glad to have the chance to just even chat with you again because it's been a while since we've had the chance to even uh, yes. catch up. So I appreciate it. Yes, sir. It, no problem, Stone. Much love, man. Yeah, and uh, guys, check him out. Max Rhymes, Facebook, TikTok, all the platforms. Uh, don't forget as well, rate, review the podcast. We love your guys' feedback, input, and as always, happy streaming. Later.